Today on the Southern California Real Estate Report, we talk about Sandag looking for new office space. Stay tuned. Good morning. Welcome to the Southern California Real Estate Report. This is Bob McGuire and Daniel Wise coming to you from San Diego, California. So um, I think we did we so did we not have a podcast last week? We didn't, did we? No, because someone was having fun. Yeah, I was skiing. So I forgot about that, and I was just thinking about it because I was looking at the episodes that we've done, and I was like, wait a minute. we I Typically, you know, we do these live, and then we post them, and then if we're, either one of us are going out of town, we kind of do a couple of them, you know, we do it in bulk, and we try and post them, but uh, I kind of forgot. So we're back this week with a new one. Um, and this is, uh, you know, we found this to be kind of interesting. This is obviously there's a there's a, a couple of uh, kind of interesting real estate pieces here. One is I think, you know, Sandag has been in the news a lot. So Sandag, for those of you that don't live in San Diego, is our big basically we would say is the public transportation entity for the county of San Diego right. and city. And this is what that, this podcast is about: the fact that they are they're shopping for new office space. So they're they're in the market; they're looking for new office space. So this is a significant lease. It's about 118,000 square feet that they occupy right now. They're looking around downtown. They're looking at some of the more high end buildings. So you know the um, you know after what happened with the city up in um, El Cortez. This is this just kind of struck us as like, oh, okay, here's another entity out looking for office space that's part of the city. Now, I think in Sandag's defense, they're looking for the possibility of finding a better economic deal um, and finding maybe some better layouts. They have been in their existing space, which is in the Wells Fargo Plaza downtown, and they've been in there, I think, for roughly since 1989. So they've, they've been there for 34 years. So that's, you know, that's a long time. And so the idea is is two part. One, can we find a better economic deal in the market? And two, can we find a better space and layout option for our employees? Right now, they have narrowed it down to some pretty pretty nice spots. So they've got 401 B Street, which is Wells Fargo. That is uh, owned by the Irvine Company. Um, it's on Fourth Avenue, so the corner of Fourth and B. It's a smoked glass granite tower with 488,000 square feet of office space. The building amenities are a deli, fitness center, resort-style locker rooms, um, an outdoor deck with city views. They have leased space at that building since 89. They currently occupy 114,079 square feet, spread across five full floors and one half floor. So I think what they'd like to do is potentially consolidate that. Their other option is 1011 Union. 1011 Union is um, a building that's currently under construction. Uh, it's a $400 million project. Uh, it was previously known as Courthouse Commons. Holland Partner Group is the developer on that. That building amenity, uh, the building amenities in, in that property are, um, there's a dining facility in that property, as well as some retail options on the ground floor. There's seven stories of tech-friendly office space. So I'm assuming tech-friendly means like open or high cube. So it's it's just going to be open space, right? I, I would 
Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think I guess you wouldn't say high cube. That's more industrial. But it's it's a it's it's just a. I'm I'm assuming just wide open floor plates and, you know, they they just build it out however they want. I thought. And they keep them more. I thought that's what Office was when you when you leased it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I think that this is going to be delivered in a shell, and they're yeah. they're trying Isn't that to. What it, I think the first seven floors they want to make it kind of tech centric, where it's like kind of, you know. The, like what everyone's doing up in um, Sereno Valley. Yeah, but I, I guess I guess I don't know enough about like I, we should you know consult one of our clients that does a lot of these finishes because he knows probably way more than of us. He would. Um, regarding like you know how many square foot he an employee needs to work. What are the popular layouts right now? We you know what what is. So what this is has, yeah, what is popular in the market? So so this this is obviously kind of a popular feature. So um, you know the tech friendly thing. I don't know if that's really a real estate term, but that's what this guy's using who wrote the article. And you know I think it's it's just we would call it more open floor space. Um, there's a ninth floor amenity deck. Um, the amenity level on this building um, would have shared space with indoor and outdoor meeting spaces, which is really kind of cool. There's private workspaces, conference rooms a fitness facility and a dog run. So that's all kind of neat, you know. And this is a new, this is like the newest Is it a, is it a um is it an apartment building or an office building? No, it's, it's a, I know. I, I know. It's it, 1011 it, Union. It's an office building. It's bounded I, by Broadway, Union Front and C Streets. I mean, it doesn't sound like an office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the the office component will include 270,000 square feet of space um and the higher floors will be home to 431 apartments. So there are going to be some high-end apartments in that building as well. Okay. So that's uh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, next one is Campus at Horton. This is Horton Plaza. So the Campus at Horton is a reincarnation of the Horton Plaza building. Uh, for those of you that are familiar with downtown, so Horton Plaza is kind of a defunct retail mall. It's mall. a mall. Yeah, it's a mall. It's an outdoor mall, and it's you know hideous. Um, I've never. I was. It's good that it's dying. Oh, it is, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're putting that to to bed, and they're going to resurrect a new and better um, property. This too is going to be kind of tech centric, right? Or at least that's what they're looking for is tech and health. I think if they can get it, they're offering seven hundred and seventy two thousand square feet of office space and three hundred thousand square feet of retail. I don't know who fills the retail there. That's a lot of retail for that particular location downtown. So we'll see how that comes. Um, but the remade buildings will feature an abundance of natural light, large outdoor decks, converted and large former North, uh, the converted and large um, and enlarged former Nordstrom building. The project's anchor um, offers unrivaled views of Coronado and beyond atop its new floors. There will also be solar panels on most rooftops, uh, black water recycling system, Thousands of parking spaces directly connected to the office spaces. The project's currently under construction, and some shell spaces will be ready for tenant improvements in March. So this is coming online faster than I thought. I don't know for a while. It's been. It's been. I feel like it's been around for a while. I think COVID kind of slowed it down, and they're having some issues leasing it. I think they're still having issues leasing it. To be honest, yeah, we haven't heard about any of the anchor tenants in that particular. Apparently, Sandag might be one of them. Yeah, so Sandag would be a good use. I'm sure they're they're just like 
throwing anything they can at them to to take some space because this this is a big project. This is nearly a million square feet. So that's like the size of a regional mall for those of you that don't know. Like a like a regional shopping mall is typically around a million square feet. So well, this is, considering that it was yeah, one, this was a mall at one point. It's weird that it got to this size downtown, but at the time it it kind of worked for a little while and then it didn't. You know, I it just got weird. I've never been in it, to be honest. And the parking is really funky at that building. I don't know if you've been there, like, to see a movie or anything, but is the, is everything's color-coded, and it's weird. Is the movie yeah, I've been to a couple movies there. Is the movie theater still there? What's that? Is the movie theater still there? I don't know if it is still there. I would I'm assume sure it's, it's not. gone away. I'm sure yeah. everything. I think everything's gone. Yeah, I think everything's gone. I think this is a full redevelopment. Yeah. So we need to go down and kind of take a look at this. Well, I never been into the mall when it was a lo- when it was actually around. But um, yeah, well, you know, there are there are actually we've got a fair amount of. It was the equivalent of like a lifestyle center that you see today. You know, yeah. it was just you know an '80s lifestyle center. So the next one is uh, 20 by six. That's 450 B Street. This is a recently completed office building. It, uh, it, it took the place of the raised Bank of America branch, and it's 91,000 square foot annex at 20 by 6. So I'm not sure if I understand that. It's an annex, I guess, of 450B. This is a smaller project. This, this I think, would be the smallest of all of them. It was a $34 million project. It, it includes pre-existing 20-store story office tower, which has also been refurbished alongside the ground-up construction. The most eye-catching feature is a low-profile building designed by Gensler. It's meant to evoke a feeling of outdoor living with large floors, fully operable windows, which is kind of cool, open-air decks, private patios on floors three and above. Um, both the project's buildings boast access to underground parking and shared courtyard with fire pits, as well as 5,500 square foot, um, a 5,500 square foot fitness facility. And, you know, it sounds like they have resort style, pretty fancy locker rooms there as well. So, you know, nice building. Um, I, I don't know if it'll accommodate the size for what they're looking for. It's only 91,000 square feet. So they would obviously occupy the entire thing. Um, so that would be like a pretty main, you know, a, a main campus for them. And maybe they would size down some of their office to fit, or maybe it's a more efficient layout than what they need now. And then the last one is 110 Plaza, which is on 110 A Street. This is at the corner of Front and West A Street. Um, it's an 18-story tower with 345,856 square feet of space. It was built in 1971. The office tower was renovated in 17. Uh, it includes a tenant lounge with conference center, ample outdoor space, as well as a fitness center with showers and lockers. So all of them have, you know, pretty pretty nice layouts. All the buildings have pretty nice amenities. Um, this is kind of a marquee lease for for downtown. This would be one of the probably the biggest of this year, I would think at least. And so we'll see what comes 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 out of this. You know, Sandag has been in the news a lot. I know there's been a lot of discussion about some of the road things that they're proposing and stuff like that. So it sounds like they're going to be you know digging in on some pretty big projects and be pretty busy. And we'll see if the city can, you know, get this worked out and if they make this kind of a move. Yeah, we'll see. We will keep you posted on what they choose. I'm sure there's going to be more press on this. I'm sure there's um, going to be a lot of opinions on this. Yeah, and Danielle can link this uh, this article. This is a UT article. Yeah. So we can link this to the podcast, and if you have further interest, you can check it out there. 
And thanks for listening today. This has been the Southern California Real Estate Report.